Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Could you give at Marks with Mike's podcast a shout out? Shout out. Hey, yo. What a maneuver. Bye, bye, yo. Bye, bye, yo. Are you kidding me? The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, once again to the episode of Mars and Mike's. You already know who it is by the sound of my voice. That's right, it's your boy, Mr. Six Foot Nine. JT back in this piece once again, and I am rolling with two thirds out of the crew. First off, let's start off with one of the co hosts, L. Cheech. What's going on, Poppy? Once again, back. How y'all doing out there? What's up, JT? How you doing? Man, you already know, laying in the cut like a band-aid, trying to make sure I'm cooling at all time, munching down on this uh, veggie burger with some fries. Uh, you know, I'm cooling it, bro. Had a hell of a weekend. Uh, fresh off of uh, AIW's uh, two big night return. But before double header. Hello. Yes, double headed up Thursday and a Friday. Got to give a shout out to Angie. Uh, but if you know, you know, just gonna put it like that, yeah. But uh, you know, definitely gotta give a shout out to everyone who was in attendance. Uh, definitely glad we got hooked up. What you know, say the pod gods, that's right, podcast guys, man. You know, got to hook up with, of course, uh, Pod Van Dam, Powerbomb Jutsu, and Wrestling Cheers, man. You know, finally got a chance to all flick it up. I mean, all these years, and none of us got a chance to actually, you know, you know, click up for a quick photo op, what have you. But, you know, the shit was, and at least in our mind, you know, the shit was definitely dope, legendary. You know, if you don't like it, kick rocks, no shoes on, on hot coals, like on the fuck. But I also got to introduce. All right, so look, definitely thank you all for tuning in to last week's episode. Hit you with two of them, of course. We did uh, hit you with Wrestling Infinity War Part 3. Make sure you all definitely continue to check that out. And also, uh, up-and-coming independent wrestler, rookie inside the game. Pop this podcast, Sherry, as uh, Cheech put it out there. ATM, make sure you all definitely go check those episodes out we are available on all platforms you already know the names but i'll just go ahead and hit some all right off the head whether that be of course apple podcast spotify tuned in stitcher uh you know amazon music iHeartRadio. there's also uh breaker there's also radio public um look listen you get the drift we are everywhere that podcasts are available Podbean, and also on YouTube. Follow us on social media. It's all the same. It's the name of the show. Whether it be on Twitter, the Book of Faces, or IG. Marks and Mike's. Not spelling it because you're listening to the show. Just go ahead and click the button. 
But with that being said, man, we definitely got to hop into what happened last week in wrestling. So, you know, a lot of things popped off. Um, you had Raw, you had NXT, you had the announcement that we talked about last week by MLW. You also had what? Popping off on the Thursday night. You had Impact popping off. And of course, Friday night SmackDown. And, you know, of course, the debut episode of Dark Side of the Ring on Sunday. So a lot of things popped off, man. But let's go ahead and uh, start off with, of course, Monday Night Raw. I feel like this is becoming a thing where we just, I don't know, I'm trying to think. I don't even know how to put it. What is it, bro? Like, what's happened to Monday Night Raw? Um, Lacey Booking. Um, they just not coming with the heat, man. I don't know, man. And especially with you know with the, the girls, man. We keep getting the same matches over and over. You know, I'm tired of that shit. Now it seems like what uh the bill, Sanjay the bills. Now with uh Charlotte, you know what I mean? Like there were so many things that like been changing on the fly. You know what I mean? Like they had one plan and then they just switch it up. Of course some things, you know, I guess, you know, Lacey getting pregnant. Then they thinking that Charlotte was pregnant, you know, and all that stuff. But, um, <clears throat> um and hasn't the raw of the raw the way it raw should be man it is is way gone you know the expectations and all that yeah yeah man um i don't know like like you said we used to get excited about this and i was like yeah man uh but you got you know you had t-bar mace with the face paint, no face paint, like, you know, like, like we didn't know who they were, you know, we had to act surprised and then it's like, you know, makes no sense. I mean, to break up the Hurt Business, Durag, Vince McMahon, um, to break them up when it was on such a, you know, hot streak. And now you can see the effect of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Raw? Man, Raw, when the Hurt Business was running rough shop, don't get me wrong, Raw was nowhere near better than SmackDown. I'm just going to put it there. But it was damn sure better than what we've been seeing since they broke up the Hurt Business. Would you agree with that? Honey, for real. It was too soon, you know what I mean? And they just, like I said, they've been changing like plans and stuff. The Hurt Business, like I said, that's the best thing in the last five years. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, you know, it was dope. And uh, but now I don't know. I don't. They don't seem to have like a plan or or forward. Not, you know what I mean? I pinpoint it out. You know. I don't know. It almost seems like it's no direction. Then um, you know, you also had. Going down, RK Bro, 
which, you know, I'm not mad at, but let's be real. We all know what we really wanted as a tag team. I'm not sure if RVD was down for it or not, or what have you, or WWE management wasn't down for it. But, man, mm. we wanted the whole, the whole effing bros, man. Oh, my God, that shit would have been money. You know what I mean? Even like the fantasy booking, uh, I was always, you know what I mean? Like, of course, a match that I would love to see, you know, and, um, and of course, them being together. But uh, I'm pretty sure it's just, you know, I guess WWE don't have, you know what I mean, have RVD in the plans. But things are, you know, keep changing, revolving, so. Um, and then the fact that it's Orton, you know, Orton had to okay that shit. You know what I mean? So, you know, in a way, Orton, I guess, want to work with Duke, you know? And probably, you know, place one of it. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out to, uh, shout out to Riddle, Riddle and shout out to, you know, RBD, man. Oh, speaking of RBD, did you finally get your rolling papers yet? Uh, I, I, they're finished, bro. Man, you was you was supposed to hit me up. You know, what I'm saying take a picture, son. I, I, I wanted to see what they what they hit for. You just go, damn, bro. God damn, God damn. That's all right, man. I'm a left horse. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool, bro. Don't even worry about it, cause you know what? Once your boy get to Vegas. You already know I got to check out that purple oracle. Shout out to Julia White. But, uh... The Godfather, go hit him up. Yo. Say less. Say less. Yeah, but we had we had RK, bro, going up against Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin once again. Once they broke up the Hurt business, it was right back to, you know, basically either jobbing or main event or catering or... Alexander and Benjamin. Like, I don't get it. Hot Street. These boys were hot fire, man. Like, like the tag team division looked great. With them in and out. That that's something to say because last week we just shitted on it. But just just with them alone in it, it gave it some type of credibility. And once again, these weren't the tag team that, you know, came up as a tag team. These two wrestlers just put together, which is, you know. Most of the time, what happens backstage, but it wasn't like two wrestlers that wanted to come in as a tag team, you know? And, you know, it ended up working out. But now you got, you know, them taking L's left and right. And it's kind of like, once again, this got to be Durad Vince McMahon. You know, he gives us and he takes away. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I, I really hate to say it. I don't I don't know how long my boy Lashley going to have that title because I, I kind of feel like Durad Vince McMahon is on a, is on a hot street right now of fucking up shit, rough shopping everything. Um, but yeah, that match was decent. Did you catch that one? Um, that's okay. Some pieces. You talking about the riddle one? Yeah, 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 yeah. The tag team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen, I seen them kind of like, you know, working as a tag team. You know, um. You know, Riddle could go. Oh yeah, he can definitely go. <laughs> I just, so, I, I just love the fact that you know 
they're doing with him every ever since he messed up his line you know he's on that scooter he just goes around in a circle and then he stops yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, it's dope it's always like that chemistry you know like opposites attract that would do you know what i mean like the, the, the way uh you know or it's more serious and, and always almost that dynamic always works you know what i mean you got you got that in nxt with uh killian dane and um drake maverick i, I was gonna say pete maverick maverick pete Maverick. no yeah, that guy. Spud, no, but uh, yeah. I mean, the the chemistry is good, man. I mean, it's there. But once again, you know, tag team champions were missing. Apparently, partying in uh, kayfabe Nigeria, whatever. Yo, my dude, that and the fact that uh, I guess the you know AJ Styles not being on Raw, that they didn't have nothing for him. According to you know, to reports, like how, how you're not gonna have something to do for do, you know what I mean? Or let's say for the tag team champions, you know, of that brand, you know. Yeah, they they basically Brock Lesnar, you know, what I'm saying they won the title, they took off for a few weeks, and you know, apparently they're back. Uh, for this week's episode or whatever. But, you know what I'm saying? It's like, your tag team division, you know, your champion should be to represent point blank, period. You know, you got the titles, you own it down. You're supposed to be the, the standard barrier, the bookmark. You know, and I know I know a lot of people are like, oh, we're tired of seeing the New Day as tag team champions, blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, one thing you can say is New Day, all gas, no breaks all gas no breaks them boys them boys were at them boys you know showed up every week or you know every every single month like they they made sure that you know you saw the tag team championship every week on wrong but uh you know it's kind of it's kind of one of those situations where you don't know how you don't know how this is going to go you know with omas and AJ Styles tag team, AJ Styles is a uh, tag team champion, you know. Shout out to the Bullet Club, happy Bullet Club Day, you know. That's the day that we were recording this episode, May 3rd. But you don't know where this is gonna go. We know that it cannot last for long, you know, because naturally there's gonna have to be some type of split. These two, these two cannot work together for that long. Yes, AJ Styles is a Grand Slam champion, but at the same time, I don't think that if I was gonna make him a Grand Slam champion, you, do you know who that person would have been? It probably would have been Jericho. I mean, even it, even though the bill was eventually for that match at Mania, but it would have been Jericho because it's two styles, no pun intended, that could have meshed a lot better in the ring. You got Omos who's super green right now, you know? He's green. And, you know, but for, for a big man, he, he don't have to do much, you know. For a big man, couple moves, step over the top rope, throw him around like a rag doll, throw him into the corner, big chop, choke slam, power bomb, that's it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, he's still green, but 
I kind of take this as the equivalent as Braun Strowman and Nicholas winning the championship. <laughs> That's just me. Well, it's sad to say, but uh, yeah, that's kind of, you know, I get out. I, I understand, you know, I remember being there when that shit happened. But uh, the fact that it kind of gives little kids, you know what I mean? Like, well, you know, the picks, I don't know what they went with that. But um, it's just, it just made no sense that they don't have nothing from fucking AJ Styles. No, it doesn't, and it's like, you know, there's so many things that he could be doing right now. I mean, honestly, you know, AJ can pull the Andrade and Axel's release, but do you think WWE is going to release AJ Styles at this point in time with how wrestling is going right now with all these stars? Nah, hell no. Hell no. That would be dumb. That would be so dumb if, 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 if they did that. So, uh, they're going to have to find something quick. I don't know when that contract expires, but whenever it does, I know AJ probably won't reside or, or he probably just may retire. You know, who knows? But I'm kind of at the point right now, you know, with AJ, either y'all do something with him, put him in a title contention, or take him off Raw together. Send his ass to NXT. That's one place he hasn't been. That's one championship he hasn't won. He hasn't won the Universal, but I don't want to see him go up against Roman Reigns again. Not right now. Well, um, I could see that happening. And there's another person that um, I'm going to talk about later. I believe yeah. he's found. There. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely see, but you know, just just skimming through Raw, I mean, Charlotte versus Mandy wasn't a lot to see there. You know, it was okay. You had Braun versus Drew McIntyre, and um, he ends up. Uh, I think I think they end up winning, or he he ends up winning uh, the match. So now he's added to the match at back, uh, WrestleMania Backlash. So man, that name is stuck. It's lazy, bro. Like the only thing you had to do was just leave it as backlash. I didn't need all that extraness. You could have called that shit no mercy. Like to do that, man, it was like basura. It was trash. Like why? Why do it? I mean, because I mean, you're obviously not capitalizing right now. All, all for post media, based on how these shows is going. Man, but you know, moving moving from there, my dude. Uh, yeah, Sheamus, right? Sheamus and Umberto. I, yeah, Umberto, who's in in great shape, but I don't I, I don't know if they're trying to build him, you know, to to, to be the next breakout star. As far as from Raw with that roster by coming out, you know, for the last few weeks, challenging Sheamus and basically getting his ass. You know, beat before the bell even rings. But I kind of feel like, you know, if you're gonna do something with Humberto, I kind of feel like that's not the way to go. Because at this point, you know, he's just getting his ass beat every week. I rather, I rather you push him 
get some wins and then have them go up against Sheamus. I mean, you could have you could have used anybody to to really go for that open challenge, but don't don't use a person that you're trying to build and push. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I but moving on from there, man. I mean, Tuesday night was dope. NXT back at it, doing what they do every single week for NXT, putting on dope produced matches. Um, I gotta say, last week I was pretty thrilled with with, with NXT. I mean, NXT knocked it out the park for me last week. I mean, wasn't like over the top great. But at the same time, you know, it's NXT. They they have a standard like you you can't go back and look at NXT over the last three years and say, oh, this NXT episode sucked. NXT was horrible. You can't find out one episode. And if you do, please DM it to me. Yeah, there's few in between, but uh, um <laughs> you know, Grimes. You know, with the sketches, you know, with uh, the little vignettes and stuff like that, you know, that, that shit was dope, you know, Million Dollar Man. But, yeah, the Million Dollar Man, finally. Yeah, yeah that was kind of dope, you know, I mean, it was good. See, so that's the way that she do stuff like that. Even the, the, the one with, um, was Swerve, man, in the studio. Yeah. Oh, that's just fucking dope. You know what I mean? Keep doing that. And that's the thing. That's why NXT always been that, you know, that the show, you know what I mean? And I had gotten even better. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like, they open up the match, you know, with the girls, you know. It was kind of like, man, I didn't want to see, my, you know, Martinez get, you know what I mean, have to be the one, but I guess it's Raquel time, right? Yeah, it's definitely it's, it's definitely Raquel Gonzalez's time, but I need to see Mar Mercedes Martinez shine too. Like you know, both of these women are good, very good. Uh, Mercedes Mart Martinez hasn't really got that time to really shine. I mean, you know, she was with the Robert Stone brand, then she left, then she was part of. Retribution, then she left, then she's back on NXT. It's like she really hasn't had that time to get that focus. You know, the week before that, she she jacked up Robert Stone and basically robbed him for money. It's like, I mean, it, it was money. It was money that 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 he owed her, but still, you know, he got jacked. You know, he got he got Dragonfly Jones. You know, I don't. And that Dragonfly Jones reference, if you ever watch Martin, you know, he he, he, he always owed his student money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving you nothing. You get nothing, punk. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, you look at, you, you look at, uh, you know, last week's episode of NXT, you know, Mercedes Martinez, man. You know, going over Dakota Kai by DQ, you know, this this is just showing showing the monster side of it. You know, it's like, okay, Raquel Gonzalez, you're a monster, but guess what? I'm a badder monster. I'm the baddest one out there. Matter of fact, I've been doing this before you even thought about doing this. This is my damn house. I just let you stay here. 
on some Denzel type shit. On the train day, train day, you know. But uh, you know, I don't know. I think, I think the girls definitely put on a good match. Dakota Kai, I think her time is coming. I mean, the only thing that's stopped Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox injuries. Had had they not have got injured back to back the way they did. Do, do do you think we, we would have seen the Dakota Kai NXT championship run by now? Yeah, or definitely or going after it. I mean or or going after it. I mean either or either either Tegan Knox would have had the title and Dakota Kai would have been going after it, or Dakota Kai would have had the title and Tegan Knox would have been going after it. But I believe that we would have had a championship run by by either one of them or at least you know actual chase for it but then uh you know but i mean but then again you know coming up we had the grizzled young vets gyb you know inside the ring uh meeting up with uh thatcher and uh Champa. i think that's gonna be dope um when, when that match happens again so i can't wait for that to pop off um tony storm yo so apparently tony storm has a you know a little bit of beef with zoe stark because she didn't like the way zoe stark i guess went over over you know kept calling her the rookie and stuff like that but you know my my whole thing is first of all if you haven't seen that match from the pre-show of NXT uh, TakeOver. Go back and go watch it on uh, what's the name of that network? It's not on the WWE network anymore, Cheech. Because! Yeah, go download that out, man. But, uh, yeah, we end up with uh, Tony Storm versus Zeta Rimmer. And, um, you know, if you followed her career before, you know, she came up to NXT. She was a standout at Row. Uh, if you don't know what Row is, that is um, Booker T's promotion, Reality of Wrestling. But if you if you follow her, her, her career, you know that you know, she's money. She is absolute money. Like if you just go back, um, you know, and just watch her matches there at um, in reality of wrestling, you can go back and watch us on YouTube if you like. But A AQA, you know, go back and watch your matches, and you'll see why I say that she's definitely someone that you have to watch as a part of the new class of recruits that they signed. Yo, all I and the only thing people were talking about after that match was that shooting star press, though. That shooting star press was money. Like it looked scary at first, but she stuck that I mean landed it perfectly. Now, do we know what's gonna happen with her coming up? Like far as like cause they can they can either go they can go the route of putting Zoe Stark and uh her together, or they can go the route of pushing her as a single. Me personally, I think you need to team her up for a while just to get accustomed, you know, to the new NXT, you know, style that she has to adjust to. But what what did you think about that match in that shooting star press? 
for the what was the name of a girl that Tony Stone was fighting? Yeah. What was her name? Look, I'm gonna call her by any name. AQA. Okay, Agua. Um. She she pulled it off. You know what I mean? And I wasn't expecting that, but obviously. You know, some Leon Ruff type of deal, like, and it's kind of cool because that's um, and you know, new faces. Yeah, um, I don't know. Cool. Yeah, uh, Tony Storm, you know, she got people over. Yeah, the shoes, you know, it was kind of crunching, right? Yeah, that, that's what I was saying. Like, you know, at first when you saw her doing it, man, it's like, you know, it's like, wow. It's like, at first I'm watching this. I'm like, please, please land it. Please land it. Because, you know, the shooting star press is a very, you know, calculated move. One, you know, one, one bad, uh, you know, twist inside the air or not, not getting enough of uh, elevation, you know, with it. You can end up landing on your neck or your face. I mean, we've seen what happened to Brock when he went up against Kurt Angle. And that used to be Brock Lesnar's finisher back in OBW. So, I mean, that's the that's the first time I've I've seen a female that I can remember hit that move. You know what I'm saying? And WWE, that is. Outside of WWE, yeah, she she's been in it, but that's that's the first time, yeah. you know, we've ever seen it in WWE from a female. Uh, that's a way, you know, a great way to uh, make your debut. You know what I mean? Hell of a way, man. Hell of a way to make a debut. Next match on that card, man, you had Bronson Reed going up against Austin Theory, you know, to earn a, to earn a North American title shot if you won. Of course, this this forever story uh, between Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell is still continuing on. <laughs> you know, and I'm just I'm just watching them come out in the entrance, and she was not with that shit. She was like, "Nah, man, y'all fucking up my love life." He's like, "Leave me alone. I'm on Dexter." And then at one then at one point, she goes, "You talk too much." I'm like, "But the motherfucker don't talk. He paints." He I know, that's, that but, that's why it was funny because it's like. <laughs> Cause she's saying that, but it's like she understands it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like wow. No, no, no. Like you know, Dexter Loomis once again. I think is a character that they were doing a good job with. I, I'm not sure what this Indy Hartwell's storyline's gonna go, but I kind of liked him like fucking people up and with no love interest. I'm not with this. I mean. I don't, I don't know how far this is gonna go, but you know, this whole thing, I don't, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they trying to make him like the, you know, the Dex, Dexter Morgan from Extra Show Dexter. You know, we'll see what happens. Maybe, maybe he ends up being like some type of serial killer. We'll see. Um, Imperium versus. Um, oh my bad, I never, I never said who won the match. Uh, Bronson Reed, of course, takes the dub in this one. So the match, 
you know, for the North American Championship. You know, he's he's number one contender once again. Match was okay. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, you know, they got to run that shit back. But, you know, it is what it is, you know? Then you had Imperium going up against Drake Maverick. Um, Killian Dane. Or Killian Dane, I'm sorry. But, uh, this, I don't know, bro. I, I kind of feel like they, they leading up to this, you know, hill turn with Killian Dane. Because I'm not liking this, you know, happy-go-lucky big dude. That but what if? But what if? If Drake Maverick is going to join Imperium. Bro, if they do that, then there's only one person who booked that match. I mean, oh. who... Who booked that? Only one person I could think of who would do something like that. Drew Agnes with man. Like, that's the only person I think who would do <laughs> something like it. Gotta be Durag Vince. Only he makes these type of decisions. So, you know, I'm gonna say, I hope that's not the case. Personally, I would like to see Thatcher. Joy Imperial over Killian Dane, but you know, if it happens, it happens. You know, we'll we'll see what pops off. Um, the match itself, I mean, yeah, Perium goes over at one point. It looked like during the match that Killian Dane wasn't just available for the match or whatever. And like even at one point, you know, Drake was kind of kind of scared to to go in first, or he wanted to go in first. Because, you know, he kind of didn't trust, you know, his partner. But I don't know. When they do pull that trigger, I really hope it pays off. Because if Killian Dane draws Imperium, I don't know, though. Like, then somebody got to go. That's too many people inside the, the stable, you know, to be trying to put titles on. I mean, you look at it like this. Walter holds the UK championship. Okay. So that means that either Dane or Wolf are going to have to capture the North American Championship or the NXT Championship. And that's not going to happen. I don't see I, I don't see them putting all the belts on the period. Um, moving on from there, you had uh, M MS MSK and Kushida uh, going up against. Uh, Legado. El legado del fantasma. Yeah, I wasn't about to fuck that up. That match, match of the night, they definitely killed it. Um, I would like to see that ran back as many times as possible. Like, who who knew Kushida and MSK jail so well together as a team, dog? That shit was dope. Man. That type of style that they, you know, that they could, could incorporate with each other's move. But, you know, Kuchira's Kuchira, you know what I mean? Um, because finally he's getting some more shine. And now that he's the trip, you know, he got the belt. MSK got, the, you know, the champions. That was like a little, you know, putting the champions together. 
Yeah, but overall, bro, like, man, that match was everywhere, man. These boys were, you know, flying, flying out the rain, flipping. Like at that one point though, I thought I thought one of them had a bad landing. Like this match was fuego though. Like I enjoyed it, but you, you know what I enjoyed most at the end of that? Them holding up the titles over SK and Kushida. I mean, is that is is that future storytelling? I mean, could could we see them running rough shop on NXT? I mean it only makes sense if you if you're gonna do that to to do this storyline where they get kidnapped and then you know they come back as you know basically the heavies for uh escobar then i kind of feel like what uh they, they've been a faction for what a year now man the storyline is there. Yeah. And right now, there's not like a, you know, let's say like for the Latino audience, like a major one, you know, because Ray Mysterio, you know, he's over there on SmackDown, but he's not being, you know, like portrayed like, uh, like on top, you know what I mean? Like with this, exactly. With this, man, it's like, like, don't fuck it up. It's there. You know, the storyline is there. And they could do so much with that, you know, type of, uh, you know, some literally his leather Escobar ish shit, you know? Shit, I'm with it, bro. I'm fucking with it. Like the whole thing is they gotta pull the trigger on it because I mean you don't spend a whole year getting this thing together, you know, from, from them being, you know, disappearing to coming back, yada yada yada. But yeah, if you're gonna do it, pull the trigger. That's why that's that's why I said, you know, from the jump, I wanted that I, I, I wanted um I, I wanted them to win the tag team titles over MSK, you know, because once again, they've been working hard, you know, they, they've been there longer. And then I also look at the fact that MSK just look, they look like better chasers to me than actually, you know, tag team title holders, you know, especially just just coming out, just coming out the gate and not not being in NXT, what, two months, if that. But, you know, it is what it is. But if you're going to pull the trigger, pull the trigger on it. But speaking of pull the trigger, man. Let's go ahead and pull this trigger on this quick, quick break. What's up? This is Doc Joe Brown, host of Pro Wrestling Talk for Pistons fans, and you are tuned into the Marks with Mike's podcast. Don't be a jobber. Subscribe to Marks with Mike's. It can be found on all major podcast platforms. And we are back. Definitely. Hey, make sure y'all are checking out uh, our mans over there at, of course, uh piston pro wrestling fans uh make sure you check out the podcast uh definitely follow them on all social media platforms but now we got to talk about aw dynamite once again dominating wednesday nights because you know it's just them at that time slot so you know she you got to tell me about dynamite 
I know, I know, you know, it's been a love, a love hate relationship, you know, mostly love. But, yo, what you thought, thought about Dynamite last week? Let's talk about this card. Well, once again, you know, the, the beginning, the first match you had, um, Brian Cage, Brian Cage, um, Page, the Cowboy. He was doing cowboy shit. But, um, something that I didn't see coming either uh, was Brian Case actually picking up the win. You know, as surprising as my sambas, you know what I mean? Like, Brian Case haven't been, you know, I don't know, um, book in a way that makes him look, you know, menacing and running shot and shit. Uh, he has. What's Paige's name? You know, once again, though, like, just when you go back and just um, look at everything, though, it's kind of like, um, what was the purpose? Seriously. Yeah, like, like, no, like, if there's going to be a purpose, if we're going to see uh, uh, actually, you know what I mean? Um, a continuance of that if you're gonna actually push Brian Cage you feel me like the way they probably doing what rule set now yeah yeah but once again what was the purpose it's like that. you break you bring them over right you put them in the casino battle what what the buy-in I should say battle royal what have you you put them you in the buy-in yeah because remember, I think I, I think end up winning that ladder match, right? That this is how he debuted, you know. And then uh, you know yeah. he, he hooks up with Taz, and then Taz gives gives him the FTW championship, and then the championship's not a real championship because he doesn't have any title defenses. It's just a piece of strap around his shoulder and around his waist, and you know up and down roller coaster of a build. And he's featured on Dark and Dark Elevation. And then you see him again on, you know, uh, Dynamite. It's like, what's the purpose? Uh, they haven't built a solid monster to me yet. Name one right now. Solid monster, Jack person, AEW. Just a monster. Just name one. Nah, nah. We don't have one. My point is that uh, you can't you can't find one, bro. You can't name one. I mean, they got opportunity. I mean, you, you really can't do it with uh, Jack Hager because you know ain't nobody really buying that shit. Uh, and then then again, you all you also got to look at the fact that you know also it's like okay, he's also an MMA fighter uh, as well. And Bellator, so his schedule is complex. You can't use him. Then you have uh what's the name from uh, New Japan who's there now? Lance uh Lance uh Lance Archer, Hoy? Lance Hoy. Yeah, Lance Hoy. Once again, you pair him up with Jake the Snake. Only to have him job to Cody. And then it's like, what's the point? You bring in all these big dudes. 
and not one of them have you established as a monster. He bought in Miro, aka Rusev, playing fucking video games. Now I understand that's his forte. <laughs> that's his forte. But really, really think about it. I mean, yes, big dudes play video games. Yes, we do. Have I do I own a game system currently at the moment? No. In my all time, when I had one, did I play video games? Yes. But is that a wrestling character that I want to see as a big dude? No. We cannot find that one solid big dude. And you know, yes, I'm happy that he won the match, bro. But it's kind of like, once again, if you're not gonna push him, what's the purpose? If you're not gonna make the FTW Championship a legit title, take the shit off TV. Cause I'm tired of looking at it if it's not getting no defenses. It's just there. Hell, even it, it, even the damn million dollar championship had a damn title defense. That's all I'm saying, though. My bad, bro. I, that I started I started to get upset and, and angry when, when I when I think about all the the dumb decisions. Because don't get me wrong, I don't want people listening to this to think that I'm just rooting against AEW. No, I don't want to do that because I want wrestling to succeed. You get what I'm saying? Period. No, no matter where where it comes from. But if you're gonna do it, be the alternative, like you said. Because so far, not one big dude established. You got this rusty ass, old ass piece of tin around my man's arm and waist and the shit's not even real uh, but moving on next match um what, what the young bucks right the young bucks how you what you think about it? you know with the new little swag um, um I mean alright I like the swag do I think that $3,000 tennis shoes or $10,000 tennis shoes or what have you should be worn inside the ring or be being sold, you know, by them or what have you. Well, not really. But at the same time, they're being hills. They were hills in New Japan when they were part of Bullet Club, all right? This ain't nothing new. Basically, it's two Shawn Michaels that lost their smile. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, the, the the visuals, you know, what I mean, like, like yourself, was called like a, it's a fellow sneakerhead. You know, like I, I wouldn't rock something like that. But of course, that's the gimmick they trying to portray. So, but um, you know, the Seidel brothers, man, um, they 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 got some moves. You know what I mean, and. And it's kind of cool that they, you know, as the brothers, you know what I'm saying? Like, they getting um, opportunities like that. You know, yeah, that's good, though, for the tag yeah, team. Exactly. So it, it was fluent. My side, man, made some moves, man. He just can't even... I don't even know the names, man. I, like there was a few of them that I have never seen. You know, and maybe I'm just bugging, but um, it was like, yo, you know, it was, it was, you know, it was a good match for, you know, what it was. You know, and I'm like, nah, they're not gonna lose the belts. 
uh, you know, at one moment, you know what I mean? And that's what I was kind of like exciting about it, you know, a few of false count calls. Yeah, I mean, false, false counts, false finishes are always good, but, you know, too many inside of a match is, it's not nowadays, it's kind of expected, like, you at least have to have at least, you know, nowadays, especially AEW, at least five false finishes to, to, to get that climax, right? Uh, but remember, remember how, how last week we were talking about uh, Kyle O'Reilly uh, basically dressing like Orange Cassidy? Well, the Young Bucks took it upon themselves to dress like Seth Rollins. I don't know who the hell wants to dress like Seth Rollins, <laughs> but <laughs> apparently they did. Uh, the, you know, the, the side L's, though, once again, AEW was flooded with tag teams, man. Too many tag teams to even name. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure, like I said, at least 45 or 47 yeah. tag teams. You know, and then, like, like you said, the tag team. Then you have, at the end of the match, you know, the young buck, they ended up on top. And um, you have Kasarian and um, Daniels come out. So it seems they're gonna have a pro program, you know what I mean? Not the first time that they face, so, you know, they got chemistry. So it should be a banger. This, this should be a hell of a banger, though, like, Hopefully, hopefully they pull this match off. I mean, blood and guts is this week. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this week coming up, and you know we'll we'll talk mm-hmm. about blood and guts here in a second. But you know, next match uh, after that, Orange Cassidy versus Penta as Zero Mirror. I didn't like it. Me neither. I didn't like it. Come on, Penta, man. You still Penta should, should be like. Letting this motherfucker like kick him off slow without doing nothing. Like, nah, man, he's a beast. You know, he should be kicking his ass. Like, beating his ass. You know what I mean? And this motherfucker over here doing the shit with the hands in the pocket. I like the gimmick, don't get me wrong. But Penta, man, Penta should be... Should be like the way the Fiend should be fucking booked. And the Fiend don't even get booked like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, literally on some unstoppable shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, though. And I, I don't know, though. Like, I'm, I'm with you on that. Like, okay, don't get me wrong. Orange Cassidy has grown on me, and it took a whole entire, a, a whole entire year for that to happen. I'm just gonna put that out there. He's grown on me, but. Him going over Penta? Penta? This guy? Former Impact? Former Impact Heavyweight Champion Penta? Former Triple A Mega Campeon Penta going. That, that Penta. Former, uh, former Lucha Underground. Hold on, wait. Penta Cero Miedo. That guy. You got that guy going, basically losing to Orange Cassidy. And it's, it's, it's not a knock at Orange Cassidy, but you know what I'm saying? Once again, it's the gimmick, dog. Like, gimmick matches are good, but 
the gimmick guy should not be going over guys that have that much weight behind them, though. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I, I don't mind Orange Cassidy going over Cody. I don't, I don't mind Orange Cassidy going over, you know, what I'm saying like a John Silver or you know anyone from the Dark Order or you know just anyone, you know, basically Cody. You can go over Cody, but Penta, nah. I just didn't see the point of that because you're supposed to be building Penta to be this monster. And we end up with this shit. So I don't know, dog. Um, <laughs> the shit, I don't know, dog. I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of like, I don't. Once again, what's the purpose? <laughs> what's the purpose? Like, <laughs> what's your angle with this shit? I'm like, why? Why? I mean, it was a fun match. Don't get me wrong, but what's the purpose? Uh, moving on. You had the inner circle and the pinnacle trading off shots in the ring. Sammy Guevara. Yeah, what you thought about that, man? I don't know, though. It, 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 it was kind of like a roasting session, I guess you could say. In, in, in a sense, you know, basically them talking it up, building up the match. Of course, after every bit uh, build up, you know, you, you end up having some type of fight, you know, inside the ring. Shit's going to happen. You know, the 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 line that uh, Semi Kifara made, you know, about hey you were you were a failure in WWE <laughs> you know the last place you went and you know you're, you're a failure here I mean it's kind of the same thing the internet wrestling community's been saying for the past what AEW's been around how many years two years yeah oh, wow. two. that Sean Spears AKA Ty Dillinger really ain't been by shit I'm just gonna put yeah, it man. he should fucking pick Sammy Hager <laughs> Sammy fucking Guevara's ass you know what I mean like so he could you know come out you know yeah. uh, in the sense of, of, of you know what I mean like he could be singled out you know what I mean? Cause he could get out, he gets out shine. You know what I mean? He just they're taking space for from everybody else. Of course, MJF is the leader, you know. But Sean Spears got in that match. He got to do some crazy shit. You know what I mean? And able to be taken seriously. I mean, but he hasn't been taken seriously ever since he busted open Cody with the unprotected chair shot. Like once again, what was the purpose? <laughs> What's the purpose, bro? Like, wow. What's the purpose? It's like you know, oh, I don't, I don't know. Though it's like, okay, in NXT, I fucking love Ty Dillinger, the whole perfect ten, ten, ten chant. Like, personally, I thought. Ty Dillinger should have stayed on NXT a little bit more longer. Possibly got a North American Championship run. That's a different story. 
But then they brought him up to the main roster. And it was bullshit from there. Then he, you know, leaves. He goes to AW, becomes the chairman. Then goes on a complete losing streak. Then he's on dark. Now he's a part of the pinnacle. That's somewhat of a winning streak. But, you know, what's the purpose, though? Uh, I don't see it. I don't see it. I mean, he's going to have to do something big. And you know, pretty much what it is, is just um, giving a lot of people exposure. All at once. That's it. That's it. Kind of, kind of getting that rub. You get what I'm saying? Like, you know, oh, I, I, I wrestled Sean Spears from WWE, and you know, I was able to, you know, pick up a dub or what have you. But you know, it's kind of like when when you bring these guys over from different companies. Either you're going to make them monsters or don't do nothing with them at all. Because, you know, these guys have a point to prove, you know, especially if they left, you know, getting buried on the way out. You don't need them to have that, you know, quote unquote, buried type of uh, run, you know, as they as they come into a new company. Uh, but. I feel like we're talking about this way too long. But moving on from that man, Eddie Kingston. Shout out to Eddie Kingston. Eddie. Fucking lost our mind when he came out, yo. Yo, that shit, I'm not gonna lie. The, the music he picked, it made me, uh, I don't know if y'all ever saw the Subaru commercial, but I instantly wanted to buy a Subaru. When, when, <laughs> when, when he came like but that's the, that's where the, the the AIW show go to IWTV and check that out but uh, Eddie Kingston and John Moxley you know jumped Omega you know and you know basically I don't know I mean looking looking for that looking for that work so Next week, and let's talk about this blood and guts in a minute. But they're, they're basically going to end up getting a match, you know, for blood and guts, which is going down, of course, this week. We'll talk about it on, on next week's show. Uh, you had the factory beating the nightmare family. Um, that match do anything for you? Um, what is his name? Anthony Agogo? Yeah, you know, the, um, the one punch to the stomach, that guy. Yeah, like, you're like, come on, man. Like, yeah, and we know he's a boxer or whatever. But, come on, man. <laughs> but, um, nah, it didn't do shit for me, man. I mean, Christian didn't come out. I mean, I think Christian did like a backstage thing, but, uh, yeah, that man, I know. It's hard, even though that dude, you know, that bearded dude, give me that Bruce and Brody vibe. And if they keep booking him like that, you know what I mean? Even though you, I see him, you know, you see him on dark. It'll be, it'll be good, but the factory or whatever, it ain't good. Yeah, it, it didn't, but, you know, the, the the fact that they stole Cody Rose's bus, you know, first of all, why, why the hell does Cody Rose have a bus? 
You live in Jacksonville. Okay. You tape in Jacksonville. Alright. The fuck you need a bus for? You got Daly's place, dog. <laughs> like, you got the whole entire Jaguar Stadium where you can, you know, be all to yourself. But yeah, you know, maybe it's one of maybe it's one of them things that it's like. Um, I mean, what, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? The the the, the fucking Lex Express, like, motherfucker got a bus and shit. Everybody get a fucking bus. Oh man, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm a CEO. I'm a CEO. You know. Like the company or whatever, so I'm gonna have everything. Right. I don't know though, but that 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 match did nothing for me. I mean, hopefully, hopefully, you know, this does pay off at blood and guts. We'll see. Uh, Chris Statliner uh, both going up against Penelope Penelope Ford. You know, Statliner had to come out on top, especially after returning from injury. I mean, I thought it was a pretty decent match. Um, I think that the women's division is starting to take some more shape because it hasn't, you know, it's, it's, it's taken a while to to take form, you know what I'm saying? And it's like uh, I had a, that, I had a discussion with, with the promoter, I'm not going to name the promoter, but you know, he was saying that, you know, in order, in order for you know, titles to have value you have to build up to it some sometimes it could take six months sometimes it, it could take a year you know to actually build up and, and introduce that title for for that division and you know i i'm glad that it's taking shape i'm so glad that they finally get in there especially with young prospects like jade uh you know people like Britt baker you know shout out to Britt, aiw uh, alumni you know people like um you know, Nyla Rose and Sheeta, so on and so on. But they kind of jumps. They 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 kind of jump started this a little bit too fast for for the women's division. Now I do think it's going to get better in the next upcoming months, especially in July, because you're going to have people that are free agents like. Uh, What's the name of that tag team that they released in WWE? Women's tag team? I Codex. Yeah, I mean, you, you got them. You know, you can bring them to the forefront. Because they have, you know, they, they have experience on, you know, not not saying they're, they're the best out there, but, you know, their face, their faces are recognizable. Their gimmick's going to get over, you know, regardless. Uh, but I'm glad that they are doing something. Go ahead. I'm saying that they they don't girls over, you know, because especially like the way that they got let go, you know, I mean, people just gonna, you know, kind of root for them. After, you know, then again, if they get put right. Um, yeah. They got impact. And then like, like we said, like that forbidden doors open. So... You know, now you got stuff down in, uh, you know, AAA, something else, you know what I mean? Like, it, it should be good, but, you know, what's in store for in a few months? The Forbidden Door. Yeah, I mean, the Forbidden Door is open. 
you know, was definitely, definitely happy about that. I mean, so many things could have been happening already since the Forbidden Door was quote unquote open with uh, Impact, you know, Omega is Impact, you know, champion. And also Omega, you know, he's a champion. But uh, I kind of feel like um, this opportunities, we've been saying it for the last few weeks, you could have had, you could have had uh, so many things going on right now. But Jer- Jericho did did make a point on on his show, uh, you know, far as you know, far as saying, yeah, we're try we're trying to we're trying to build build our stars here. Yeah, that, I understand that, but you know, at the same time, y'all could be doing so much with the women's division, but that's a different story. And then finally, to, to close out AEW. Um, you had the T- TNT champion, Derby Allen. What you think about that match? Derby Allen. Against what, 10? Against 10, bro. But against ah, 10. It's going to be short and sweet, man. Yeah, Give I understand. It it's for the belt. Main event. Give it to him. You know? But, man. Uh, it just didn't do it for me, man. I mean, I guess it's just, you know, putting a Darby, you know, with all these W's winning and shit, people seeing him, you know, people like him. But that shit with the Dark Order, man, I know heartbeat probably leave, but, you know, I mean, that shit was dead from the beginning, you know, and when they still around, I don't know. It's just not the same. You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't like this shit. Nah, um, I'm not with it. I mean, yeah, you had, uh, of course, Sting every single week, which is building up to a Sting and Derby Allen match. But, yeah, Dark Order, I mean, and this is no disrespect to, uh, you know, the late the late uh, Brody Lee. But, you know, once once he passed away, uh, and left a big void. And I don't think it's anyone that you could use right now to fill that void for the Dark Order. No one. Unless um, you went with uh, Broken Matt Hardy, which, you know, that, that could be a route, but there's no one that they can possibly use at this moment to fill that void. Even even having a little negative one there, it's like, yeah, people been complaining about it as of late. Yeah, you got this kid every week taking up TV time, blah, 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 blah. But I kind of feel like, okay, yeah, I feel where y'all coming from. But at the same time, you know, this is probably that kid's therapy. But at, 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 the, at, at the same time, I mean, it's kind of like... Um, there's no direction right now with Dark Order. Hangman Page hasn't joined. Um, there's no new leader of it. Negative One is the one person running rough shop. John Silver is out. I mean, I think the only reason why the fans are behind it right now so much is because the impact that Brody left on it. But had Brody Lee never joined the Dark Order, then it would have probably fizzled out completely because I don't see 
I just don't see what what they're doing. Like, I don't know though. I kind of feel like it's taking up TV time, basically. I mean, either either you gonna do something with it and make it successful, or just stop it all together because you know you gotta you, you gotta know when to when to pack up and close some shop. You understand what I'm saying? And I think with this faction, unless y'all do something major, like really major, I don't think there's any saving the Dark Order. You teach. It's, it's, it's over. I'm telling you, like, from the start. It was, it was from the start. You know, even though, of course, you know, even when it got close to the rebuilding, you know what I mean? And then it was kind of cool, but then it was not what you thought it was. Because even just, you know, the, the, the sketches, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's it. It was kind of like dope. Like, oh, shit, shit. You know what I mean? Some psycho kind of crazy shit, you know? But then, come on, man. Nothing, yeah. <laughs> man. Nothing, man. Let's move on though. Uh, moving on from there, man. Uh, Impact, of course, a show without a champion right now because their title is in AEW and this does absolutely nothing for Impact. Um, AEW is the only person benefiting off of this. <laughs> That's just my opinion. I mean, even, even when Rich Swan was getting ready to take the L, you could see it in his face like, damn. I gotta drop the fucking title to another person from a different company. And it's like, you know, I don't know, we've been saying this, I've been saying it a lot, what's the purpose? And it's like, um, now the show's vacant. No one's there. No title, no nothing, right? So the only title they have right now is <laughs> They have right now is the X Division Championship, and of course the tag team the Knockout and the Knockout Tags. Yeah, and um, you know, talking about that, I was gonna say um, this past weekend was the Rey de Reyes in Mexico, and um, Yana Purazo popped up over there. Yo, speak so, on it. Yeah, so she popped up over there, and um. For Triple Mania, with that's pretty much the WrestleMania for Triple A. You're gonna have um, Shani fighting. Um, I think that's the champion over there. We'll probably butcher her name. Um, fighting Diana Parasso, you know, and um, that was kind of you know kind of cool, you know, seeing that. Because then there was a lot of you know another thing that popped up later on that you know at the end of the show. You know, when you have the one and only Tranquilo sending out a challenge, you know, still Triple A champion, Mr. Omega. But, um, yeah, man, it, it's crazy, man. The, the connection and how you see people in New Japan over here and impact, you know, with, with, uh, with the tag team champions of Impact right now, you know what I mean? And, uh, 
you got everybody popping up in different places. And I don't know, man. Once everything starts normal, then when you start seeing people popping up in New Japan, then, then it's going to be, you know, a fair game. Yeah, dog. I mean, this this thing is taking off. I mean, it's taking out, a, you know, a story of its own. But, you know, the Forbidden Door, quote-unquote, is open. I mean, you have uh, New Japan talent as the Impact Tag Team Champions. <laughs> Yeah, the AEW talent as the Impact Champion. It's like, well, God damn, like, you know, yes, your title's being represented other places, if it's being defended, that is, other places. But at this point, I mean, it kind of makes it like the, the, the place you can just debo shit, you know? Like, oh, you got a title? You gotta look nice. Give me that shit, son. <laughs> it's like, you know, the same thing, the same thing with the tag. I mean, but it's like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if Impact is really, really benefiting from this. Like, you know, we've seen we've seen this story before, where you know other people from different companies grab the titles, but you know the only person or you know people that benefit from it are the people. Yeah, that's the thing. The, oh. My, my bad to cut you off, but like, don't you think they should they should be in like a bigger bigger deal if that was the case exactly and it wasn't a big deal it's not a big deal though and it's like you know it's i don't know it's only a big deal in impact wrestling's mind or you know to, to put it that way because i don't think they really benefited from this like that's that's just my opinion like you know i think you know if they if they go if anything, the only way they could have benefited from that is, you know, some type of invasion where the locker room jumps Kenny Omega. That would have made more headlines to me than Omega winning the championship. Like, if, if, if the match would have ended in chaos and no one was declared the winner, that would have made bigger headlines because now at that point you're looking at an actual you know either a you know a, co a company standing up for themselves saying like hey you ain't you ain't just about to take over and run rough shop here or you're looking at you know all out chaos but none none of the sort you know you, you basically just have your title showing up on different shows but not being defended you know we've seen we've seen the same thing when when Austin Aries held all the belts all across the independence and you know he was holding the ROA championship he had the impact he had the five championship and it did nothing for those brands I mean besides having it shown on on their television product but it did nothing for them because it wasn't like they were defending those titles you understand know what I'm saying like you know, Omega's only going to defend the Impact Championship on Impact Television. Now, if Omega takes that title and defends it at an AEW show, that's something different. Kind of kind of similar to when Omega defended the, the AAA Championship. But, you know, this Omega versus Andrade, um, I think 
that's going to be headlines regardless because of the, you know, when Andrade just being released. But, you know, here's the question. Do we continue the storyline as Thanos Omega and collect all the championships and go down to either New Japan or Ring of Honor and pick up those titles? I mean, because if you're, if you're going to do it, then there's no way he could take the L to Andrade. He would have to go over Andrade, right? Yeah, he will have to retain. Yeah, so you know, it's like I don't know, though. It, it's just, it's just one of those things. Like, okay, so then again, Triple A is left without a champion once again. So I don't know, though. It, it, it's, it's what's the purpose? I mean, I think that's the name of today's episode. Like, you know, when when you do situations like this, the rest of the roster suffers. And when I say the rest of the roster, I mean both sides because you're looking at it equally on both sides. Yes, yes, you have you have one person in your company that's holding on these titles, but guess what? No one's going to be the one to take it off them for a, a long period of time. Uh, and that's the same thing for for the roster that you know he left without a title. I mean, Book, Booker T, you know, we, we both on the same page. Booker T said the same thing. It does nothing. Uh, but AW, sorry, Impact show this past Thursday, following off of that pay per view, was pretty dope. I mean, Chris Bay ended up becoming, uh, it ended up becoming one of the qualifiers for the um, for the next Impact uh, event under siege. So it's going to be a six way number one contenders match. So he was the first one to go ahead and become um, a part of the match. Um, Another qualifying match that you had, you had uh, Brian Myers um, going up against Matt Cordona, and you had Sammy Callahan going up against Eddie Edwards. Uh, our boy Sam Bill went up against uh, Big Cass. So, you know, shout out to Sam Bill getting that TV time, you know, the Terminator. You know, but he ended up taking that power bomb nice and clean uh, from from uh, our from our cast, aka was it W. Morris Morrissey? I don't want to butcher it, but I already did. Whatever. But you have that going on. But I think the crazy thing is you got William Mack, who's going to probably well, he challenged um, he challenged him for a match. Uh, at under siege, so that should be good. You had Taylor Wild going up against um, Kimberly, and it's been a while since we've seen uh, Kimberly. She's just now—I mean, not Kimberly, but Taylor Wild. She's just now returning back to Impact. You know, yeah. and it's yeah. And I, I think her first, you know, comeback this year was with NWA, but. You know Taylor Wilde is back. So what you what you think about her, man? I mean, around that time, I didn't watch Impact or like that. But um, guess you you know big deal at the time. So I guess it's good some nostalgia and actually you know helping the new crowd or girls, you know. 
Oh, yeah, most definitely, man. I mean, you got a former knockout champion, former knockout tag team champion in her, you know. So that's what's up. Um, they had exhibition championship match, Jacques Alexander going up against Ace Austin with Batman Fulton. And, you know, Jacques Alexander ends up walking out of that match with the championship. Um, and then you had, of course, Matt Cordona ends up winning the qualifying match versus Brian Myers. And then um, next week, or should I say this week, we end up finding out that we get a member of the Bullet Club debuting on Impact. Fantasmo. I'm like, okay. Yep. That's I'm like, huge. That's huge, yeah. bro. I mean, when's the, when's the last time you've seen Bullet Club on Impact? Like actual Bullet Club. You have it. It's never happened. Uh, if you want to count, Anderson is a part of Aces and Eights, but, you know, it's never happened. Uh, but, I mean, not Anderson, Gallows. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but, uh, yo, that, that to me is big. I can't wait to see what happens with that. Um, this should be definitely good, you know what I'm saying? But, Sammy Callahan ends up qualifying for the six the six uh, way champion the six way number one contenders match. So, you know, all in all, Impact to me personally was able to put on a good show. They were they despite not having a champion. Hold on one second, bro. That's something surprise. But yeah, and Impact uh, definitely put on a show considering the fact that they don't have a champion right now and they're trying to build around it. There's no more contendership. I mean, you know, anyone could be challenging uh, Omega at the next uh, pay-per-view. Anyone. It could be anyone, you know, at Sunniversary. You know, you got Callahan, you got Chris Bay. You also got inside the match Matt Cordona right now. Uh, two other spots to be filled. Uh with that being said, so man, this this go anywhere. How dope, man, How dope it will be if one of them will be some more Joe, and actually be some more Joe facing Kenny Omega Slammiverse. I mean, well, but, he won't he, he won't be free until the day of Slammiverse. But I, I believe that whoever wins the six way match is going to be the one to challenge Omega. Now, if Samoa Joe shows up during the match, after the match, bro, I'm all for it. I'm here for it. Like, I don't mind paying the $39.99 to watch that pay-per-view. If if I can, if I know that Samoa Joe's showing up, hell yeah, I'm about to spend that money. But, uh, you know, just just from that alone, you feel me? Like, that, that'll be dope. But, you know, moving on from Impact, which did a great job doing, you know, despite the circumstances, they did a good job. But moving, moving on from Impact, I mean, you know, I would say Impact was a solid show, despite not, you know, really having a champion, quote unquote, uh, there. I mean, Omega had a pre-tape, you know, ordeal, but other than that, you know, we we know how the story goes, basically. Let's just say that. Uh, but 
Impact did the damn thing. I mean, I de- it definitely has my interest, Pete, for, you know, the, the next Impact Plus um, pay-per-view uh, under Siege, which is a very good name. Maybe Cena Seagal shows up in Gary Busey. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe the script will pop out of the cake. <laughs> but uh, for all you movie buffs out there, you know, go back, go watch that. If you've never seen it, trust me. I think it was Steven Seagal's best work. But uh, moving on from there, man, the only thing people could talk about from this past Friday Night Smackdown was two things. Well, really three things. You had Alistair Black with another vignette. You had Daniel Bryan getting his championship match. But you know what the number one thing people were talking about after Friday? Roman Reigns new theme music. (laughs) They won't even talk talking about the fact that Daniel Bryan is no longer on SmackDown. He's on he's in the alumni section. He's banned. (laughs) He's banned from SmackDown. He's actually like if you go to WWE.com, he's inside the alumni section. He doesn't have a home. Uh, And and the thing (laughs) is for being let's say a new theme song from let's say for what it was i'm gonna say i'm out i don't so but it it is dope you know kind of like okay that's it planes bro yeah it fit them perfect it really does but it's the end of an era though end of an era the you know the shield theme music has officially been retired So no more data, right? Data, data, Yeah. Well, it was about time, you know, because that comes a long way. You know what I mean? Theme song and the entrance and all that. You know, man. Hopefully, you know, other people get a new one too. You know. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of hard to see it go, but at the same time, I was kind of happy to see it go. Um, you know, because I mean, bought him back as a hill. I need him to be a hill. I need hill music. I mean, they they slowly started to take away things from. I mean, but even when Stone Cold came back as a hill, they they changed Stone Cold's music. You remember remember when Stone Cold and Triple H were hills? What the Power Trip? That was the name of their uh, the tag team. Yeah, the Power Trip. Yeah, and man. By the way, I believe when they won, it was out of backlash. What a coinky dink. <laughs> yeah. What a coinky dink. But uh, yeah, they changed the, uh, you know, they changed Roman Reigns' music. I'm I'm happy, though. Uh, you know, Daniel Bryan basically gave up his, his spot on SmackDown for someone younger. Uh, but, you know, other things that popped up on SmackDown, you know, Big E. You know, end up a quote unquote getting robbed for the uh for the championship. I mean, Biggie is a winner via disqualification. Why does he win via disqualification? 
because of Daba Daba Dale Daba this big this big guy from Nigeria who rolls with the Palo Pimenta Aziz Aziz <laughs> yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no. <laughs> Yo, this is so lazy. I mean, yes, I am glad that they are, you know, doing something with Apollo. I'm happy. I'm so happy. But the Nigerian spear, or is it? No. Not Nigerian dagger, what whatever that they're calling the Samoan spike for him. I'm tired of it already, though. He he needs another devastating move because every time I see it, the only person I think about is Umanga. That's the only person to me that's that's gonna do justice. Like leave that alone, Lee. Uh, but yeah, he he ends up uh, you know going over. Now, uh, via disqualification. Looks like we're probably going to have that match at WrestleMania Backlash, too. Uh, you had the Street Profits and Bianca Belair uh, going over Rue, Ziggler, and Bailey. Uh, you had Tamina and Natalia going over Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. I do not want to see a match again. And the thing is, like, it seems like they finally. They listen too late, but you know, Tamina's, you know, getting cheer and stuff like that, you know. She's not getting cheer, bro. Oh well. <laughs> the well not, no, no. <laughs> Those are Hey, but the way they make it seem, you know, they wanna make that perception like, yeah, this is the one you gotta cheer for. Yeah, but you know, I'm 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 happy that 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 it's happening. You know, for her, I just kind of feel like once again, if you gonna pull that trigger, it should have happened at WrestleMania. Just saying, that way we could have authentic fan reaction instead of these you know digital fan reactions. Uh, but I'm not. I mean, some someone's in, they're gonna end up. You know. Winning this either either it's gonna be uh, Natalia and Tamina or it's going to be um, what's the name of that tag team on Raw Naomi and Lana. It's gonna be one of those teams, and they're gonna end up taking the belts off. That's the only way I, I see that happening. All the way I see that happening. Uh, SmackDown overall that night to me. Uh, if I had to rate it, better than Raw. Yeah, and it was like a one match, you know, show. Like but, far uh, as big you know, match. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? You know, but of course, they were head going against, you know, the draft. And I feel the draft was still going. So, um, I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, round two of the draft. Exactly. So. You know, the, the, the match was a pay-per-view caliber match, you know? Yeah. 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 They, 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 
Yeah, me personally, man, like I would love to see Daniel Bryan go to an NXT. Oh yeah, and um, because over there he could be the kind of like a different type of wrestler because he could wrestle the way he wants, and there's a lot of people over there that could wrestle his style, you know. Oh man, Daniel Bryan versus Adam Cole, Daniel Bryan versus Rally, Daniel Bryan versus. Oh my God, break, run that back. But yeah, run it back, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? They could use all that footage from back then, you know what I mean? And even, of course, the one one I would like to see, but now thinking about it, you know, he's a family man. But if he were to go to UK and have a match with Walter man yo awesome. if he did that do you know how much stop NXT UK would go up to have a, a former WWE champion and Daniel Bryan Grand Slam champion go up and you know basically go to the UK and um, give give the NXT UK that rub in a sense. Yo, that would be money. That would be big money. So I don't know. I'm with it. I'm I'm, I'm with it either, either way. I, I hope it happens. You know, but I don't want to see him on Raw. I definitely, I definitely don't want to see him on Raw. I mean, NXT most definitely. You know, Raw, Raw, Raw already has enough going on right now. It really does. I take that back. Raw doesn't have enough going on. <laughs> but, you know, as far as, you know, if you're looking at, you know, championship and storyline, nah, I just don't, I just don't see the correlation with Raw. But if you put them on uh, NXT, it's going to boost NXT's, NXT's ratings. You're going to have some better matches at NXT. They keep saying what's next for Finn Balor. I say what's next for Finn Balor should be Daniel Bryan. That's just my opinion. But uh, with that being said, my man, uh, let me just look. Uh, we covered that. We covered that. Uh, yeah, we covered that too. We covered that as well. Um, yo, I think we hit all cylinders on this one, homie. I mean, we talked about yeah. Raw. We talked about, oh no, we got a preview, blood. MLW. Well, the Blessing Guts is next week. And, um, I mean, yeah, it's next week. Fuck it. It's going to be free, so we don't already know, you know, the, the, the pinnacle and the circle and, you know, all that stuff around, you know what I mean? And um, talking about the rumors and news, um, that quick jab that all of a sudden came out, you know, possibility of MOW working with NXT. Yo, that's what I forgot. Yo, that. Awesome. Bro, if that happens, do you understand that Leo Russ could potentially go back on NXT? Well, there's a strong possibility that that could Jacob, happen. Jacob Fatu, you know. Yeah, no, that, to me, that that the way it seems that they spend it's more like the the people on NXT. Yeah, you know, that usually 
yeah, that they would do the run, you know, the Florida run and stuff like that. The, I think that that talent will be the one. But eventually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that might lead into you know bigger things if they choose to, you know, because that's like another, you know, let's say quote unquote developmental, you know, feeder that they're getting, you know. Um, talent from so it's like hold on man they get first hands you know what I mean like we can't find this guy but we'll take him you know what I mean but I don't know for two I think he had to have some type of legal problem but I do not know oh gotcha 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 uh, but I mean that to me was the biggest rumor coming out that you know we got that going on. That that I mean, if that happens, that's big time. That's real big time. The forbidden doors is 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 this open and looks like we can have something actually well worth it, you know, uh as far as a deal. So that should be nice. Uh but I mean other than that, I'm checking it off. Yeah, talk about that, talk about that, yeah. That too. Uh, yeah, that's that's about it. I mean, I mean, at this point, we're kind of at the point we have to do the PSA, right? So, uh, yeah, um, pretty much. Um, you know, reminder. Maybe we'll talk about that next time. Um, you know, Dark Side of the Ring is back. You know, you got the A A A and E. You know, this past one uh, Sunday was uh, Macho Man. That's, it's pretty awesome. Macho Man and Elizabeth. Yeah. Um, yeah. You got the other show, you know, the secret stash, they looking for stuff, you know what I mean? Um, and yeah, that's wrestling all over, brother. It's all over. I mean, if you all want to find out about it, I, I suggest you Google that shit. Um, but with that being said, listen, too much negativity can have you unbalanced emotionally, physically, and mentally, and as well as spiritually. Um, spread more positive vibes. It takes very little to build someone up than it does to tear them down. Think about the logic inside that message. And, you know, you can do that by telling someone something positive or you can go to webmaneuver.net, get them a tank top of hoodie, a sweater, a baby onesie. I don't know what your friends are into, but, you know, give them that constant reminder that, you know, positive vibes are the way to go. Negativity has no place inside your life. Uh, also, listen, COVID is here. Uh, vaccines are available, but it's still here. So with that being said, said it for a whole entire year. Um, all the way to defeat COVID, best defense is good hygiene. Um, so with that being said, we're going to need you to um, wash your hands. But most of all, wash your ass. You soap. Cheech, let these people know how they got to do this, man. Remember, it's face to ass, not ass to face. May I remind you, face to ass, face to ass, ass to face. And on that note, people, we are out. Peace. Peace. Stop the recording. Too sweet, me, bro. Too sweet, me, brother.
You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.